welcome to The Road Show. I'm Erin May, and today I have with me Nashville recording artist Keith Walker. His newest single, Firewater, is now available wherever music is sold. But before we get to our conversation, let's listen to his song, Friends with Boats. I'm down on my last Pop-Tart. Shell station got the last of my cash I couldn't afford much gas Cause I had to fill up the cooler in the back And sun says ten miles till I Till I hit the lake Am I rolling on fumes? But hey, it's all gonna be okay Cause I got friends with boats Full the girls and fishing poles Cranking up a good time, soaking up sunshine Might be broke, but life is good, I know yeah. Cause I got friends with folks Scoping the water out Yeah, the crowd's getting thick at the East Sand Bar Found us a place to park now it's time to break out this old guitar For three chord drinks up off key Outdoor group sing along to some Chesney Marley, the party keeps going on and on Cause I got friends with boats Full of girls and fishing poles We'll be cranking up a good time Soaking up sunshine might be broke but life is good, I know, yeah, cause I got friends with both, no, I'm ain't it, ain't it, no kind of hurry, ain't got, ain't got, no time to worry, cause I got We'll be cranking up a good time, soaking up sunshine. Might be broke, but life is good, I know. Yeah. Cause I got friends with, I got friends with, I got friends with. Oops. Thanks so much for joining me on the road show, Keith. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I'm doing good. So what first got you started in country music? Um, I started out in country music um, when I was a kid. I kind of grew up around it. And my brother, uh, had had an his girlfriend had an accident and kind of, I'd always uh-huh. listened to country music, but it wasn't until that point where I really fell in love with it because 
he showed me the power of what country music can do and right. it was it was helping him get over a breakup and I, I i think it was like 13 he brought me into his room and you know his his girlfriend had been in a pretty bad accident so the uh the song don't take the girl tim mcgraw yeah um, and i had heard it a thousand times and he brought me into his room he's like hey listen to this but really listen to it and it it just changed my life actually it was oh it was gosh. one of those one of those moments yeah and wow. So I, yeah, and then I really started getting into it and I've, I've always played music since, you know, I've, I started playing guitar when I was six, started, started writing oh. songs when yeah, I was... Yeah, that was young. Yeah, started out really young. But uh, I mean, these days I just, it's kind of, I kind of just fell into it because after high school I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do. I guess I'll just do this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. So there wasn't one defining moment when you're like, Oh, well, this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm meant to do. Um, no, I would say, I would say it was, uh, I'd always performed, always played. And it was until, I mean, it was always a calling and I had always written songs, but I didn't realize that I could actually go out there and make, make this my life until right. I, right after graduating high school was about the time I was like, man, I love doing this. People love when I play. So, I'm just going to go at it, go full force. And it was something that, I, I, like I said, after my brother showed me that song, Don't Take the Girl, yeah. after his accident, it was more right after that that I really focused in on it. But, of course, I was, I think I was 13 years old when that happened. Right. Yeah. Gosh. So you were born in Louisiana, correct? Yep. Born in Louisiana. Uh, raised in California, though. Big uh, difference. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was a military brat, Air Force brat. Yeah. So it was uh, it was actually kind of good because what it did was kind of showed me a bunch of different music. It got me exposed to a lot of different music, and right. I really focus in on that. Not really focus in. I just kind of it kind of developed helped me develop my own sound and who I am. So that's kind of where that came from. But Louisiana is a. Uh, I get back there and I play a bunch. Yeah, I love Louisiana. What part of Louisiana were you from? Uh, Alexandria. Oh, okay. uh, they shut down the base, but um, that's where I was born. I was born on the yeah. base, the Air Force Base in there. I get back anytime I can. Um, what influences have you had in your music? Like, what did you listen to growing up? And uh, Garth Brooks was a huge influence of mine. Um, he, and I, the funny thing is I kind of work with him today, so it, it comes from No circle. way. Oh, yeah, my so God. <laughs> it's, uh, I work with his management company. Yeah, and, I love Garth. Yeah, Garth is that. That's who I really uh, gravitated towards yeah. growing up, and I love Tim McGraw and uh, Toby Keith. But really, that was kind of a main influence of mine. Right. Um, and then singer songwriters, like right now, I'm I'm always pulling from different different sorts of you know inspiration. So I'm always out there listening to new guys and yeah and girls of. In country and out of country, because I want to see what other people are doing and what, what can I what can I do to make myself even better than I was the day before. And right, yeah. Music. Yep. That's awesome. So uh, right now I'm I'm focused in I, like the last month I've been really hitting Jason Isbell actually the last couple of years, but his songwriting to me is just above and beyond. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. It really is. Oh. Yep. Okay, and now you went to college on a scholarship. I right? did. Uh, yes. I Tell me about opera. it. I know that's insane. Uh, yeah, um, I knew I wanted to be a musician after high school, so I tried out. They, I, 
saw an ad for this, like, hey, trout for the music department. And wow. Um, I, so I just showed up for auditions and I had to go through a round of auditions. They're like, hey, we think you'd be great at opera. I'm like, are you going to pay for school? And, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a blessing for sure. They great people. I learned way so many talented people there. Yeah. And uh, I learned so much. And it's it's been good to me. But that's how that's how I was able to afford to go to school at first. And then uh, I ended up transferring from California out to Nashville because I wanted to, you know, of course, be in, in, in and around country music. Right, of course. Yeah. How was it when you first got to Nashville? Man, Nashville is so different than it is now. Um, I, you've been to Nashville, right? Oh, yes. Uh, when was the last time you were here? Um, oh, gosh. It's probably been oh, probably 10 years. 10 years? Okay. 11? It's, yeah, it's been a while. It's like... Uh, it, it's like a massive city these days. A hundred people move here a day. So when I first moved here, oh, wow. uh, I got to intern with like uh, I interned with Universal Music, and while well, I was going to college, and got to go to all the block parties and stuff like that. But they don't really have those anymore because there was a ton of labels, and now they've all gone down to four labels. And oh my gosh! So it's all it's become it's become very corporate. Yeah. But um, back in the day, you know, you could. I, I wasn't alive back then, but I, I heard you could see Waylon Jennings walking down the road. And oh, it just, like, wow. Everybody, was, everybody hung out. Yeah. And I got to see a little bit of it, but they've kind of stopped that because it was really expensive, of course, but uh, yeah. the labels don't want to fit the bill anymore. Oh, gosh. So, but it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing town. There's music on every block, and everybody is super talented and it's just mm -hmm. a really cool creative community where you can just bounce ideas off people i, I do a lot of co-writing in nashville um speaking of your writing what's your process when you sit down to write oh every time it's uh it's a little bit different every time i usually start with a melody yeah and i'll just pick up my guitar and i'll start playing something and i'll hear something in my head that goes along with that and i'm not sure what the lyrics are yet right. so I'll, I'll record that on my phone and, or I'll just be driving and I'll, I'll, ha I'll have a melody in my head and I'll just sing a stupid melody in, into my so into my phone. <laughs> yes. And then I'll get back to my, my place later and I'll pick it out. It might work, it might not. And I might record that just as is. And then after that, I'll usually come up with a lyric or marry a lyric to it. Oh, Sometimes okay. at the same time, but usually I'll find, I'll wait until, you know, every piece of music has its own personality and right. whatever lyric fits that sometimes you have to wait for it sometimes you've already got the idea and then for lyrics all in my notepad i'm constantly writing down something somebody said and i'll be like oh that could be a song you know yeah i'm always listening to <laughs> what people say and it's uh conversations lead to many songs oh yeah i'm sure they do yep so are many of your songs based on like personal experience though yes i try to put a piece of me into everything i do yeah. now occasionally um in a story song, uh, like Me Too was my last single, there was a couple moments in that song that were completely me. And then, of course, I, that was a co-write with two other two other guys in town. All right. And so we were all throwing in our personal experiences on that. Um, Friends with Boats, I mean, that's just who I am. I, yeah, I love that song. <laughs> uh, that's one that's just, any chance I get, I'm on the water. Um, yeah. Usually in, in the summer. I don't own a boat yet, but uh, I would love to own one. 
Well, you but got friends with boats, so. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's so when you don't, and that was where the idea came from. Yeah. It's like, my favorite thing to do is go in the water, but I don't have a boat. Right. So you just have to find a friend with boats. Yep. And there you go. It works out. So I, I try to put a piece of me into everything I do. Uh, one song in particular that is 100% true to life is um, What a Broken Heart Can Do. It's probably my favorite song I've ever written. It's off my first EP. Yeah. And it wasn't a, it was never a single radio single, but um, I'll send you that song too. And it's <laughs> one of those that I had tried writing for like seven years. Um, oh, after a bad breakup, oh, I kept on writing it. and I'd yeah. written a, a different song, same idea, like 15, 20 times. And it is true to life. A hundred percent. Um, actually the funny story about that song, I'd gotten to the end of the second verse and I'd written the two verses and in, in a chorus and it was gorgeous, but it didn't have an ending. Oh yeah. And um, I don't have kids and uh, a buddy of mine who does, I was like, man, hey, check this out. I love this, but I don't know where to take it. It's just, it doesn't end. Um, and he was like, man, what if you, because his wife was pregnant at the time. Oh, yeah. Goes, what if you, what if you add this in? So actually, I got my first on the way. So, oh, um, congratulations. And, thank you very much. Uh, really, really excited. He's going to yes. be a boy. It's going to be a boy. Oh, anyway, okay. so I, uh, I, I, I try to take as much of me and put it into every song I do. It's also a great relief of, you know, just trying to get everything out. Right. Yeah. It's like therapy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Definitely is. So. Well, if you had to choose one song of yours that defined your sound, uh, what song would it be? That's a good question. Um, I would say it's a collection of songs, but if I had to say one... <laughs> miles from you oh okay it, yeah it's uh that one actually the funny thing is my sound is always changing as i develop and right you know go through certain things so every album every ep that i've put out has a certain sound and you know i might be going for one sound one day and then i, I develop and i'm like oh this is cool like i said i'm always listening to other other genres other music out there mm-hmm. just to see is there some inspiration I can get to throw in and make my own? Right. So like I said, every, every song becomes a new animal, but I would say, (laughs) I would say miles from you and friends with boats, actually. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Most people, that's how they know me. They're like, Oh, yeah. Well, it's such a fun song. So yeah, exactly. You know, now the song I love is Antidote. You know, I put on Smoke and Whiskey, my first oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, volume of that. I love that song. Just how it begins and just the whole concept of the song is really good. Thanks. Um, yeah, that was a fun That was a fun song to write. I wrote that with uh, two of my friends out here, and it was kind of – we got together for a writing session, and we started playing, and I had this so – before they came over, I had this melody, and that it's the exact same thing you hear. Um, right. It's that one, you know – I have my guitar, otherwise, I, I, it's all right, fine. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yay. Um, but I had been playing that. Uh, I was playing that over and over. Right. And it just kind of led to um, it led to that part. And actually, uh, my friend Mariah Dombey, she's also an artist. She, mm-hmm. she just started singing that one part. Chasing that rabbit down a hole, every little taste she gives away. 
chasing that rabbit down the hole. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. And I love when a song works out like that. And that's one of those. I do write a lot in that vein that, you know, right. it's kind of like fire water. So it's right. very much like that. I've, I've written like seven in that same vein, but I would say that's very, very much towards my sound. Yeah. See, now that's my favorite part of that song is what you just played. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. That was awesome. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I, I, sit, I sit in my office and I, and I write music, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do, huh? Exactly. <laughs> ain't no pill that I can swallow, ain't no high road I can take. The only thing that saves me is what makes my heart. is one kiss a touch against her sweet lips and down 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 i go chasing that rabbit down the hole every little taste she gives me always ends up bleeding down 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 i go eating that high from getting close drinking up her poison swearing she's the antidote Makes 
So how has it been on tour and playing in bars and everything? How have you adjusted to that? Um, I love it. It's been, yeah, it, you know, it, it's funny because being at the level I'm at, I got to play a show, uh, same show as Kenny Chesney. And that was fantastic. Oh, wow. Got to play a show up in uh, uh, Country Fest up in, in Wisconsin. I'm trying to think of the bigger festivals and stuff yeah. like that where we had a huge crowd. And I love the huge crowd, but then you can go back to a bar. And some bars are better than others. Some, like, they, it's everybody's so drunk they don't even know you're there. Right. Um, some, <laughs> some that came to see you. So, yeah. it's, uh, it, at this level, I just kind of have to deal with um uh, I'll play wherever I want at wherever anybody will listen to me basically. And well, yeah. Um, and I love a good party crowd. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah. Then like playing the bluebird or something like that, where everybody sits down, they listen to the song itself and you know, I'm not going to play antidote in some, uh, I might right. play a place like that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, antidote actually was up for the radio single. Um, we went with a different one instead, but oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. I've been fighting for that song. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what do Same you prefer here. playing in an intimate setting or do you prefer the crowd if you had to choose? Oh, uh, if I had to choose, give me a crowd. Crowd. Yeah, give me a crowd and uh give me a honky tonk crowd. Yeah. I just love it. I feed <laughs> off the energy and it's just a, it's a blast. So. Oh yeah, I can if imagine. I had to choose between two. Uh, right now, that would be my mood, but tomorrow I might say, hey, I, I wish I could sit down <laughs> in a room with 20 people and just play my music. So, Right. Yeah. yeah, it just depends. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any ritual or anything you do before you go on for a show? I pray. Awesome. Uh, so I just I just pray. Um, yeah. I have a good talk with God, and that's about it. Well, there you go. Uh, it's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and me and my guys, we get together and we usually say a prayer before we go on. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then we drink. And then you... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Much. I love it, Keith. Jesus made wine. Yep, that's right. That's right. Sure. So have you had any bad experiences on the road? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had uh, band members just... It, it, the funny thing is when you have a band, it's it's like a unit that just works together. Right. And when you uh, occasionally, you know, uh, all my guys, they play with other guys. So they might get called up for um, a show with, you know, Eric Church or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they'll get pulled out for a, for a date um, or, you know, and so I got to replace them for a show or two. And I'll find the first guy I can who's good enough to handle the music. Right. And usually the... I, I like to work where I like to go for personality and, and you know, somebody who's just a good all-around all person because oftentimes I'll, yeah. I'll trade talent for that. Oh, um, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, because one bad person could just, it's like, you know, popping a tire mm -hmm. and trying to drive on three wheels. It's, it can get, it can get pretty bad. But I've had some problems here and there, but really nothing. I've been blessed. Uh, we had, you know, just popped an actual pop tire oh uh, no in, in the middle of the road we actually were in this van and it was a super nice van and we're like why is it shaking all this yeah and we pull over and it's like man it's pop tire oh Ding, my god those things happen if you're traveling a lot yeah so. i guess so yep uh, well uh, does yeah. your crew i mean can y'all handle it yourselves or do you have to have somebody come help you no we can handle it ourselves oh my, cool it, my <laughs> bass player is like a mechanic so he's well got there you it. go 
Yeah, I am mechanically declined, I would say. Yeah, that's um, me. <laughs> I can change a tire, though. I can, too. I've actually done that. <laughs> okay, awesome. It's a good skill to have. I yeah. think everybody needs to know how to do that and jump your car when it's dead. Right, I've but, done that, too. So. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Life skills. Exactly. <laughs> so what are some of the challenges that you've had to face since you started in the industry? Um. I've had some shysters. Um, I've met, met quite a, quite a few of those who, you know, I mean, there's no there's no prerequisite to becoming, uh, getting a job in the music industry or trying right. to make it on the music industry. So there's a lot of people I uh, I've had money stolen and th- things oh like that. God. As far as bad things, um, that's kind of stuff I've had to deal with. Um, but being an independent, it's. Uh, it's not the easiest thing because a lot of times you have to go out there and find, find the right, you know, the right people to kind of build your own yeah. crew. Um, I've got, I've been blessed to have uh, Bill Duncan has been just one of my biggest supporters um, out of Arizona, and he's kind of just really kind of blown air in my sails, so I could really awesome. get going. And I, it, honestly, I have him to thank for all my radio success so far, and. Um, but nobody can do anything on their own. You have to surround yourself with good people. And sometimes you got to go through some clunkers to find the good ones. Oh, that's true. That's very true. In anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's that way in anything in life. Exactly. (laughs) How have your loved ones been? Have they been real supportive of you? Yeah. My wife is probably the most supportive person I've ever met. My mom and my brothers are right behind me and my wife's family. Yeah. They're all pushing. They're all they're all right there with me. Um, my buddy Bill uh, out of Arizona. I, I call him my brother because he's basically my brother. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's just that it, you have to be able to lean on those in your life. Otherwise, if you had nobody supporting you, I don't know how you, how you how you get it done. Oh yeah, I so, can't imagine. I cannot yeah. imagine. Especially because the industry can be so cutthroat at times that you need. Oh, absolutely. You need somebody to have your back. Absolutely. If you don't have somebody who's got your back, I mean, eventually you're never going to go anywhere because you, like I said, you have to make that team. that's really mm-hmm. going to push you, really going to be behind you every step of the way. Cause if you don't have that, I mean, you're going to fall flat on your face and oh, you yeah. can try doing everything on your own. And I have done that. Tried right. to do everything my own thinking. You can't do it. Yeah. No, nah. no. So my advice to anybody just starting out, take, take help where you can get it and fun, but be cautious of those you take help from. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so where did you first make your official recording and how was that experience for you? Yeah. Uh, I may, I recorded some stuff out in California with a guy and I'd never show it to a soul. Oh, Uh, Keith. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't no fault of his. I was still, I was, I think I was 17 when I started recording and it sounds bad. Oh, Uh, but I, I, I didn't know my sound back then. The funny thing is back then I wanted to be, you know, I, I never thought of being Keith Walker. I just thought about being Tim McGraw or Garth Brooks or whatever. So I would try to emulate them and I didn't have a sound that was me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a mistake a lot of people make. They think if I come here sounding like Carrie Underwood, then I'm going to be Carrie Underwood. Mm -hmm. And it's actually the worst thing in the world you could ever do because there's already a Carrie Underwood. There's already a Garth Brooks. There's already a Toby Keith. There's already a Tim McGraw. There's already an Eric Church. Um, Right. Be you, and if you're not you, then why? Why would if 
why would I want to go buy somebody who sounds like Eric Church when I can just go buy an Eric Church? Exactly. So that was something I fell into. And uh, somebody told me that very, very early when I moved here. Uh, They said, man, try to try to develop your own sound. Go be you. Right. That's uh, the funny thing is when I was playing live, I had a different sound than when I would record. Then you recorded. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Back in the day. This is uh, not back in the day. but I mean, a couple years ago, but I would everyone's like, man, you sound better live than you do in the studio. It's because I didn't know how to sing in the studio because in the studio I was trying to be somebody else. Right. I wasn't trying to be me. Yeah. And on stage, I'm just being me. So I learned that to take when I'm recording, I need to sound just like me. And now it's just natural. Okay, good. I try to be yeah. anybody else. So. But yeah, that was a big stumbling, block of, uh, stumbling stone, I guess, uh, that I had in the beginning was just trying to sound like somebody else. I don't know why I did it. I think uh, I didn't know who I was. Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, you were yeah. just learning. So you said you exactly. were, what, 17? So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's young. Exactly. That's young. Well, and it's okay to have, like, influences and, you know, a sound similar to someone else, but you have to put your own unique stamp on it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, and if you don't, I, I mean, you're just, uh, you're just a copy. Exactly. Probably not as good as the original. Right. You know, that's the way it always goes. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yep. Okay, so what do you do to balance your family and career right now? Especially with a new one on the way, you know? So Yeah. Um this last summer I didn't I didn't I was not on the road as much as I as I usually am and focused a lot in on uh, basically family life and right. really making that balance. So uh, it's been a, it's been a, actually it, I have such a good support team that mm-hmm. it, they would be happy either way. So Aww. I've been fortunate in that. Been yeah, blessed. that's good. What do you do yeah. in your downtime? Uh, my downtime? Um, I write music. Write music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to do some besides music. Keith. Yeah, actually, um, I've gotten into a lot of video work. Um, oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. So I love doing video stuff like uh, animations and. Oh, um, wow. I make my own lyric videos. Um, yeah. I, and the funny thing is, it came out of necessity because I couldn't afford to hire somebody else. To do it. So <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I learned how to do it and I bought a camera and I've it's it's just a it's been a blast and i've learned how to do that uh and it's really fun actually and i so now i'm starting to get calls for to do other people's lyric videos and stuff like that oh my gosh that's so cool okay so when i have time and i and i somebody pays me enough i'll do their stuff yeah that's so fun yeah so it's been like i do i've had to do all my own advertising and stuff like that my whole life right by learning that craft, it's been, I actually, I, if I didn't like it, I probably wouldn't have learned it. It was just kind of right. Fun. You had interest in it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So that makes so, a difference. Yep. So, um, tell me about the inspiration for Firewater. Cause that's Firewater, your newest single. Um, I was actually at a, thank you. It's at a, I was at this every Monday night, in downtown Nashville, there's a thing called Whiskey Jam. Oh, okay. And um, it's where a bunch of musicians get together and they just play a show. Um, and it's every Monday, you know, I was in there once and Lady Annabellum showed up and just topped on stage. And played. Oh, wow. And so it's it's just, it's it's an industry type thing and I, it's sponsored by uh, 
thank Jim Beam. I or no Firewater. It's not fire, not Firewater. Uh, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the drink? Uh, it's a cinnamon cinnamon whiskey. Oh yes, um, uh, Fireball. Fire. It's sponsored. It's something by like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I uh, had had tea too many uh, a couple couple shots with the PMCs. Oh, yeah. And I had played that night and I was looking at the, and I accidentally said in my head, Firewater instead of Fireball. And I was oh like, oh, that's cool. And I wrote it down. <laughs> and so that's, that's kind so of cute. <laughs> yeah. Came from Fireball, which I hate. Um, yeah. I'm not a massive fan, but that's kind of where it came from. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Well, you yeah. got a great song out of it though. I know. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm pumped about it. Me and, and then I had that, uh, had that melody going on that actually that riff. And if you, you had asked earlier about how I write my music. Yes. Uh, uh, how I write my music. And I had that lick and, um, and it just kind of flowed into right. firewater. Um, actually, it's not here. That's right. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. And I had that lick going on and it just made sense. And I had that for a while and then I married it to Firewater. Yeah. And it was just, it felt like it, it, I wanted to like personify a girl that was this whiskey. And that's kind of where it came from. Yeah, yeah. I think you did a great job. I love the song. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's one that, and everybody, as soon as, it, as soon as that guitar hits, it's, yeah. it really does, uh, the whole crowd goes nuts. It actually uh, is a current radio single, so we just released it to radio. It was mm-hmm. the eighth most added last week. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, in country radio, which is great. And the funny thing is, it's from two EPs ago. So we had no, I had, I didn't even think I was going to release it to radio. Right. never even thought about it. I'm usually concentrated on what's current, like what what have I done late, lately? Well, yeah. And But so it sounds I, current, though, so. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I recorded three or four years ago Yeah. and and released it back then, but yeah, I, I just never thought that it was going to be a single until a bunch of people asked when I was asking, Hey, what do you think of this song for antidote being in there? And they said, well, why yeah. haven't you released firewater? Why don't you push firewater? Go for it. That's my favorite song of yours. So yeah, well, that's kind of how firewater became the single. Oh, awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been one of those songs that's always been with me and every time i play live usually people ask for it so well i mean that just shows your creative talent on how you just took like a word that you misspoke and you made a complete song out of it <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah bob dylan, i think said or was it bob no it was uh yeah it was bob dylan he goes sometimes i go down i try to i think of one song try to uh, that somebody else wrote and i try to learn how to play it <clears throat> And I mess it up, and that's how you I usually write my songs. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> she She's got that knee on fire deep in her soul. She's a reason you love country rock and roll. When she walks in the bar, she flirts with the fans Gets everybody up and singing with the band And we go, oh, oh, oh Sweet like heaven burns like sin Oh, oh, oh Feels like satin on my skin 
that fiddle way up loud. She hits the dance floor when she hears that southern sound. When she starts moving her body to the beat, it gets so loud that you can hear us down the street when we go oh, oh. Sweet like heaven burns like sin. firewater um and i have a new thing that i'm working on right now that basically not ready to talk about yet yeah top secret yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i'm working on that and hopefully uh it will lead to some major stuff and um yeah, i'm sure it will yeah I, pr- I pray so yeah i mean you're so talented and you've got mm, your you. great support team and yeah i'm sure it's gonna be good Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been I've been writing a lot. I just actually recorded something that nobody will ever hear. Oh. Uh, really, yeah. Uh, a, school, <laughs> a school in Nashville asked if I could be, you know, they have an engineering school for people who are trying to get into the industry. Right, yeah. So I got a call from uh, Dark Horse Studio, Dark Horse Institute, which is Dark Horse Studios. Oh, okay, band. yeah. And they said, hey, would you come in with your band and just record six songs? You get free six songs. And it was awesome. It's just, uh, you know, it, it just, it's not my sound. So. Right. Yeah. But um, it's, it was really fun to do. And it was really cool. To, and it felt like uh, these kids were learning how to really do the craft of basically mm-hmm. being an engineer and producer. Oh, yeah. So. That's great. That yep. is really good. So. Now you've anyway. um, won some awards too, haven't you? Yeah, um, I got two NEMA Awards, which is awesome. an awesome organization in Nashville. It's uh, the Nashville Industry Music Awards. And I got uh, Best Male uh, Country Artist the last two years in a row. Oh, that's incredible. So I just won last Saturday. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, gosh. Hey, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> I think I got it. I'm sitting right here. Oh, that's so there cool. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, won this uh, Saturday. It's pretty fun. And they're an awesome organization. Yeah. Uh, Trick Pony actually gave it, it, was the one that announced it. Oh, so like, <laughs> yeah. Trick Pony gave me an award. 
Oh gosh, <laughs> that's so it's, cool. It's a, it's a great organization. They do all genres of music in Nashville. Right. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, that is neat. That's really cool. Okay, so where all can everybody find you on social media, Keith? Um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are my three main that I really like keep up with on a daily basis. Yeah. Snapchat, I, I have an account because I had someone tell me, I, <laughs> why aren't you on Snapchat? I, think I that know, that's what call. always happens. Yeah, that's how yeah. I got mine too. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm never on there. Uh, people send me stuff all the time and I just never check it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if people wanted to contact me, uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram are my three go-tos. Um, and it's all linked through my website, keithwalker.net. Okay. And where all can everybody find your music? And they can find it everywhere music is sold or streamed. Awesome. So, uh, iTunes or Google Play or Amazon or um, Spotify is basically, I've been pushing Spotify a lot. Oh, if have you, you have a Spotify account out there, please follow me. I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> yes, that would be great. Yeah, Spotify has been amazing, I think, for music in general. Yeah. Just because it's given an avenue for the fans to really pick what they want to listen to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. I think so. Yeah. That's I think a really so. good and thing. They, they pay pretty well. I mean, they, they've taken care of, they, I mean, it's not the, it's not the best, but it, they, uh, it's better than nothing. I'm happy to <laughs> receive it. I guess you could say. Yeah. But they're, they're, <laughs> they've yeah been, there they've you go. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Better than nothing. Yeah, I, it's to me. It's more about um, making fans and making. You know, right. A, when somebody discovers my music and they're like, "Hey, I heard you on Spotify," be like, "Oh, that's awesome! Thank you." Yeah. That's, that's what I love hearing. Yeah. yeah, makes you feel good. Absolutely, it makes me feel that they've. There's people out there that are adding me to playlists and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. um, and, I mean, we live in an amazing time when anybody in the world can go and find whatever they want. Oh yeah. On the internet and. I can go out and I can make music and put it on the internet and, you know, it might get found. It might not. Right. So yeah, it's an amazing time right now. Yeah, it truly is. It truly yeah. is. Great time to be an artist. Absolutely. Agreed. Well, I'm sure it's rewarding when you, you know, people, like you said, walk up to you and say, hey, you know, I love your music. And this makes you feel good to know that people are out there enjoying it. And oh, absolutely. I was playing a show. I wasn't actually playing a show. I was in Arizona a couple months ago, and it was in Phoenix. And I went to this bar—I can't remember Handlebar Joe's or something like that. <laughs> uh, well, it was a honky tonk. Yeah. And I went in there, and they had a band. And my buddy was like, "Dude, it, will you play if I get you up on stage?" And I'm like, "Yeah, for sure." <laughs> so I—and it was wall-to-wall -wall people. I, and I ended up getting on stage, and I played it. Played uh, "Me Too," and yes. then I ended up playing 45 minutes. Um, after oh my that. gosh, but, that's awesome. Uh, I had the, there was a bachelorette party there, and <laughs> all of them had were, came ran up to the front and they knew all the words to every song. Oh my was, gosh, Keith, yeah. that's incredible! I, I love I love moments like that. It's like I wasn't even planning on being here, right? So yeah, awesome. and you had fans there, didn't even yeah, know it. No, <laughs> I know it. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Keith. So tell me one thing about you that your fans may not already know. Like, do you have some kind of quirk or something weird or something you can share with us? Something weird. You want to share my secrets? Yes, I do. Um, 
Let me think. Give me a minute. <laughs> I am scared shitless of spiders. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. Me too. Me too. I cannot so like handle a woman it. When it comes to spiders. Uh, yeah. So you too. Okay. But oh my you god, are yeah. a woman, so it's okay for you. Right. Be... Well, yeah. <laughs> but so, still, they're so freaking scary. Yeah, I can't stand them. Um, I can't even kill them. Me either. I know it's like there's something about the crunch. <laughs> Oh, God. It gives me the heebie-jeebies and makes me yes. want to throw up. I cannot stand spiders. Oh, well, I'm just scared to death of them. I mean, I can't even see, like, a picture, a drawing, nothing. Or I will freak oh, out. They're nasty. My yeah. wife makes fun of me because oh, she's God. like, hey, oh, never mind. I would have you kill this spider, but you're <laughs> <laughs> See, I, no, I, I'm I, good. I, my kids, they know, and my boyfriend, too, if they see one, or they're like, okay, don't look, don't look. You know, and they make sure that I don't see it so I don't get scared. So I'm really lucky there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, they're, they're nasty. I know that they're necessary. Oh, I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> I, had, I had Terminex out at my house like three times in a week because yeah. I kept on seeing spiders. I'm like, nope, not dealing with it. Uh-oh. I already paid I already paid for you. Come out. Come out and kill them. Yeah, you didn't they finish your job. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, I'm not dealing with spiders. Sorry. Oh. They were... But now I think they sprayed so much crap in my house that I don't think they There's I'll ever anything. have a spider yeah. again. <laughs> hey, good. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, it might kill me and my family, but I'm cool with that. Oh, right <laughs> as long as there's no spiders. <laughs> exactly. As long as the, if, if the spiders can't live, then I'm good. Hey, yeah, I feel the same way. I'm right there yeah. with you, Keith. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's an embarrassing fact about me. Oh, but, yeah. No. Yeah. It's not embarrassing for me, but, you know, I'm a woman, so... <laughs> It's supposed to be a dude, so it's like, yeah. Hey, I it doesn't matter. So it's not like, yeah. It doesn't matter. They're scary. Anyone can be scared of them. Yep. I don't know where <laughs> I, I don't know where it comes from. My dad is is scared of spiders, so that's probably what it is. Oh, yeah. See, no one in my family is just me. Well, my daughter. My daughter is. Okay. That's it. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. It, it can be a learned thing, I guess. I mean, it, could, it could be. I probably did teach it yep. to her. Oh, well. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> Spiders are spiders. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, it's been so great talking to you, Keith. Thank you so yeah, much for coming. It's been great. Yeah. I've had a great Thanks time. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, best of luck on your show. I think it's a great show, and I think it's going to be taken off. So, congrats. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of The Road Show, y'all. I had a great time talking to Keith. Please be sure to follow him on all of his social media and check out all of his music. And please follow me on Twitter at Aaron underscore May. That's A-I-R-E-N underscore M-A-Y-E and The Roadshow at Roadshow Pod. And now to end this episode, let's listen to Keith's single, Me Too. I see your face in the strangest places Was buying beer at the Shell station last Friday night checkout line, oh girl, I was double taken. Next thing I knew, I was driving round town. It's just an empty parking lot now. The lights we'd see when it was you and me, they've all been taken down. And all I know, the memories seem to come and go. But tonight, they ain't gonna go nowhere. Cause I'm wishing we were back there Kind of fair with your brown hair spinning round and round on the Ferris wheel. Green eyes, they were catching mine on the slow ride, still tasting every
Thinking about me 